Hi, y'all. This is Carrie Deep from Coffee with Carrie. It's such a privilege to do this adventure we call homeschooling with you. Thank you for tuning in again and walking this homeschooling journey with us. If you're new to us, you can find us on Instagram at Coffee with Carrie Consultant or at our website, coffeewithcarrie.org. It's our prayer that our website, our homeschooling consulting services, and our podcast will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. Pour yourself a cup of coffee, put your feet up, and take a little coffee break with me. Today, let's talk about homeschooling high school. Yes, it is possible. It is legal. It is quite easy to do. And yes, it can also be fun. And don't worry, your teen will get into college and will succeed in college. But keep in mind, not all kids need or want to go to college. The goal of homeschooling through high school shouldn't really be about getting into college anyway. Homeschooling high school is a perfect opportunity to build a strong foundation both spiritually and academically. It's a time to discover their passions and giftings and maybe even their purpose. It's a time to learn how to learn and how to build their confidence and independence so we can launch them successfully into the world. Homeschooling high school is like a slingshot. Our goal is to aim And then we pull and pull and stretch and stretch. The further we pull and the more we stretch, the more they will launch when we let go. And notice I said, let go. Homeschooling high school is the best place to transition from being your child's teacher to your child's mentor and from being a parent to a sister or brother in Christ. K through eighth, you're in complete and total control of their academic pursuits. But in high school, little by little, we let go of the educational reins and let them start to take over. So what is your goal for homeschooling high school? Is it for them to get into Harvard or heaven? Is it to get great scholarships or to be successful at whatever they choose to do in life? Is it to learn info for a test or is it to become a lifelong learner? Remember, where you aim is where you end up. Yogi Berra, the great baseball player, once said, If you don't know where you're going, you will most certainly end up someplace else. So always plan with the end in mind. Start with a goal or a destination, and then work and plan backwards. For instance, why might you include four years of math in your teen's high school course of study? Is it because of the state guidelines? Is it because of college requirements? Is it because he's a natural at math and he likes it, or he wants to be an engineer or something in the science field? Or is it just because you figured he had to? So if your daughter's gifting, let's say, is in art or music, and she already has plans to go in that direction in life, then trig and calculus and even algebra too aren't really needed. So why not take time in high school mastering algebra one and geometry so she really understands it, and then be done with math for high school. If your goal is Harvard, your homeschool high school will look different than if your goal is to have a young man who lives out his faith and someone who loves learning. It is possible to have both, to go to Harvard and get into heaven, but your goals would be a little different. So what should be included in your teen's high school course of study? Well, that depends on a few things. First, make sure you include whatever is required by your state. Here in California, 
In order to graduate, students need to have three years of English, they need to have two years of math, one being algebra and then you can pick the other one. They need to have three years of social studies, one being world history, one being American history, and then a semester of American government and a semester of economics. They need to have two years of science, one being biological and one being anything in the physical sciences. And then they need either one year of foreign language or one year of visual and performing arts or one year of a tech, tech class. And then they need two years of physical education. So, if you don't live in California, check your state's Department of Education's website or Homeschool Legal Defense Association if you're not sure. Before you hand them a diploma, make sure they have met all of those requirements. Second, if they are college bound, have your teen spend time researching his or her dream colleges and what's needed to be accepted. They need to do this work. You can research it if you want just to know what's going on, but they need to do the research. They will be more invested in the outcome if they do. Always check the official college website for their homeschooling admissions requirements. They tend to be a little different and it does vary between state public schools and private universities. But make sure your teen is the one who is researching and finding out what he or she needs to do to get into that college. Third, consider what your teen is interested in when you begin to plan his or her four-year course of study. What is he gifted in? What does he want to do as a profession? Make sure the electives he takes move in that direction. If they don't know what they want to do yet when they graduate, that's okay too. Just make sure you include a wide range of experiences and learning opportunities during high school. You never know what might be that one thing that ignites a passion. For example, my daughter, growing up, all she ever wanted to be was a marine biologist. And then one year, she was a freshman in high school, and I made her take a class called Mock Trial. She hated that class. She never, ever, ever wanted to be a lawyer. She didn't want to have anything to do with that scene whatsoever. But in the Mock Trial, her role was to play the psychologist who was the witness. And because of that experience, she fell in love with psychology. And from then on, her goal in life was to become a psychiatrist and to do research with post-traumatic stress syndrome. So you never know. So just try and put your teen in different things if they really don't know what they want to do. You can even make your state requirements fit their passions, their strengths, and their weaknesses. So if your teen isn't strong in math and science but loves cooking, well then learn about chemistry through cooking. There are tons of chemistry involved in making roux and baking bread and caramelization of onions. Alton Brown has a great chemistry cookbook you could use. If your teen loves to write or is gifted in this area, then let her spend the year writing, editing, and self-publishing her own novel. If history or writing is a bore to your teen, but he loves cinematics and the art of storytelling, then learn world history or American history by watching movies and documentaries. Classes can be as traditional as you want them to be or as out of the box as you need them to be. That's it. The beauty of homeschooling, even in high school. Make sure your student plans each year with you. Have him research the different curriculums and classes he might want to use or the classes he wants to take. 
If he has a say-so in the choices, then he will not only enjoy them, but there will be less frustration and friction between the two of you. So how do you know they are learning enough? Well, according to the Homeschool Legal Defense Association, one college credit typically requires one year to complete. You can do this in different ways. You can complete a high school level textbook and you can take as much time as you need in order to finish it. You can go as slow as you want or as fast as you want. Another way to look at it is if your student does between 120 and 180 hours of work. All right, so 180 hours would probably be more like a science course with lab. 150 hours is your average academic course. And 120 hours is pretty much an elective. Another way to look at it is if they complete a homeschool high school class somewhere in your area, you can give them credit for that class. Or if they do a textbook or independent study or internship um, or a personalized unit of study that requires about 50 minutes a day, five days a week for 36 weeks, you can pretty much say they've completed that course. And if they take a semester course at the local community college, even though they finish the work in one semester, it counts for a full year of their high school credit. So for instance, they can take English 101 at the local community college, get college credit for it, and also call that their senior English even though it only took them a semester to do it. Some other things you might want to include in your homeschooling high school course of study is internship opportunities. Have your students start their own business or help you with the family business. You can include this on their transcript under independent study. Have them work a part-time job or participate in an internship with a mentor or a business owner in the area. My daughter did this with a photographer in our area. You can put internship on your transcript. If your teen is passionate about something, then have her volunteer. Maybe she can volunteer at a local animal shelter or aquarium if she wants to be a vet as a profession. Or if she wants to work in politics, she can volunteer at a local or state government office or during a campaign. Yep, you can put that on their transcript too. Think about having your student learn a trade skill. It might become his future career, or he just might save a ton of money as an adult because he's pretty handy. Tech and vocational classes can also be added to their transcript. Have him join national clubs like the Honor Society, or speech and debate teams, or robotic competitions. Those things can be added to their transcripts too. And depending on their age, take online classes to become credentialed in something, like maybe a personal trainer, or in CPR, or as a welder. You can easily record personal training course as a human anatomy course on their transcript. And think about including travel and mission work either with your family or on their own with a church or with an organization. If they spend hours and hours and hours composing music or coding a new game or developing a new app or they're working hours on their art portfolio pieces or they're spending hours editing videos or photos, include that on their transcript as advanced music or video editing. Perhaps they can teach a class or tutor. My daughter took TAP since she was five years old. So by the time she got to high school, she was pretty good at it. So first she became a TA 
at her dance studio, and she was helping the little ones learn their different tap steps. Then she began giving private lessons in tap. And then eventually, she started her own tap class. You know we learn more when we teach. Finally, what are the benefits of homeschooling high school? Well, one, your teen's curriculum will be tailor-made. He can do programs like K-12 or more structured online programs if you want, but they don't have to. That's the beauty of homeschooling. Your teen has the freedom and flexibility to learn what he wants, when he wants to. So yes, there are state requirements, but the state doesn't tell you when he has to take a particular course or how to teach it. If he wants to learn American history freshman year and save Spanish and biology for a senior year, he can. Second, your teen can also move at his own pace. If he needs more time for math, then you can slow it down. If he can finish his math in one semester, then let him get ahead or finish math early. And finally, the traditional setting doesn't fit every learning style or every family schedule. Some kids need to work independently. Some work best at night. Some work best in short sessions, or they need to work on one thing at a time for longer periods before they move on to the next thing. Some kids need audible, or they need to pace while they're learning, or they need dictation to take notes. If they were in a traditional classroom, these accommodations usually can't be met. What if they swim competitively? What if the family travels a lot? What if your student is a world-famous dancer? Or they go on a lot of auditions? Then they need to do schoolwork whenever it fits their schedule. And homeschooling high school allows for these opportunities. But the number one reason most of us homeschool is so that our kids' homeschool years will be God-honoring, Christ-centered, and Spirit-filled. We want to be able to teach them God's Word. We want the Word to be the center of all they do and all they learn. We want to use biblically-based textbooks or curriculum that's taught from a Christian perspective. We want to share the Gospel, and we want to teach them our values. You are your teen's first teacher, his primary teacher, and most important influence in his life. When you homeschool high school, you can make God and His Word the center of everything you do. So yes, homeschooling through high school is doable, and I personally and highly recommend it. It has been one of the best decisions our family has ever made, and we have been blessed abundantly by taking this educational road that is less traveled. Thank you for hanging out with us and for joining me for this little coffee break. If this is your first time joining us, you can find us at our website, coffeewithcarry.org. We also have daily devotions and homeschooling tips at our Instagram account, Coffee with Carry Consultant. Don't forget to check out our website for links to resources mentioned in this podcast and for more articles on homeschooling through high school. If you heard something you liked, then share our podcast or our Instagram website with a friend who might need a little encouragement or share it with a friend who might be thinking of homeschooling high school. We're praying for you. Stay healthy. God bless. And see you next time.